Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. The tree and the river of life are in the city. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life. Revelation 22, 1 and 2. In the Bible, the inheritance of the saved is called a country. There the heavenly shepherd leads his flock to fountains of living water. The tree of life yields its fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree are for the service of the nations. There are ever-flowing streams, clear as crystal, and beside them, Waving trees cast their shadows upon the paths that are prepared for the ransomed of the Lord. There, the wide-spreading plains swell into hills of beauty, and the mountains of God rear their lofty summits. On those peaceful plains beside those living streams, God's people, so long pilgrims and wanderers, shall find a home. I saw the redeemed host bow and cast their glittering crowns at the feet of Jesus, and then, as his lovely hand raised them up, they touched their golden harps and filled all heaven with their rich music and songs to the Lamb. I then saw Jesus leading his people to the tree of life, and again we heard his lovely voice, richer than any music that ever fell, on mortal ear, saying the leaves of this tree are for the healing of the nations. Eat ye all of it. Upon the tree of life was most beautiful fruit, of which the saints could partake freely. In the city was a most glorious throne, from which proceeded a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal. On each side of this river was the tree of life, and on the banks of the river were other beautiful trees bearing fruit, which was good for food. I don't know what living water is to you, but it proceeds from the throne of God. This is its fountainhead. In this statement seems to be revealed first the spiritual application of the Holy Spirit. But underneath the spiritual is a literal application, don't you think? Water is two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen. It is a solvent and a carrier of whatever is dissolved in it. We range from 45 to 65% water. Water reflects light, and we are told that we are solidified light crystals which I don't really understand, frankly, right now. That requires some further study. There are those who call this pure water primal water that comes from deep in the earth, and people pay money for this primal water to drink. But Jesus is the living water, and this living water that Jesus referred to when speaking to the Samaritan woman at the well, he said would be a well of water 
springing up into everlasting life. A will that springs up is called an artesian well. It's a well that taps groundwater that is under pressure, and the water flows out without a pump. My father was a well driller and knew how the lay of the land could create this phenomenon. He drilled many artesian wells. But the water Jesus spoke of was the Holy Spirit that would spring up into everlasting life. The effect of the indwelling Spirit of Christ in us will not stay buried, but will flow out. It will have its own pressure of our own motives of desire. Jesus must have planned this talk about water to happen at the well to help this woman grasp what he shared with her. And it did spring up and flow out to a group of people that she went to get and brought back to Jesus. We will long to share the life that is experienced when Jesus comes into our heart by his Spirit. This life will flow out in our affect, our words, our caring, and it will be a means of creating a thirst or a desire in those who witness its effect on our lives and those who receive it. Pure water can dissolve and carry away waste products from our bodies and elimination systems. The water of life, the Spirit of Christ, can dissolve and carry away our shame and guilt and give us a new life. We don't have to understand what the life force is to receive the benefit, but simply to believe God and receive this gift by faith, and you will have it. There's a promise in Matthew 11:28 to 30. Jesus says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Let him take the water of life freely. Let him take the water of life freely. And the spirit and the bride say, come. Let him who wills also say, come. Let him who is thirsty also come. And he who wills, let him take the water of life. Let him take the water of life freely. Let him take the water of life freely. And the spirit and the bride say, come. Let him who wills also say, come. Let him who is thirsty also come. And he who wills, let him take the water of life. The water of life. Our Father in heaven, O Lord, let your water of life spring up into us. Let those who are here with me this morning receive this water of life, the indwelling of the Spirit of Christ, and let it spring up into everlasting life so that it flows out to all around us, creating a thirst in them 
to receive you as well, O oh Lord, for you indwelling in us, all things are possible. But without you, nothing is possible. Oh Lord, we want your possibilities in our life. We pray that you would come into our life. Fill us, Lord, that we might be the means to draw others to you. Thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. I'd sure like you to join me tomorrow morning for a few minutes. We don't know what we have yet to read and talk about, but we'll meditate upon some reading, look up some promises, maybe sing a hymn and have a prayer together. Lord, uh, I pray the Lord will bring you to a place where you can be filled with his spirit. Have a wonderful day, brothers and sisters.